It's time for the 8-Minute Devotion. The 8-Minute Devotion is a daily message that fills you with hope and encouragement from the Word of God. Here's your host, Pastor Cameron Walcott. Well, hello, hello, and welcome back to the 8-Minute Devotion. Once again, our Friday episode. It seems we get to Friday so quickly, doesn't it? Time truly does fly by. We've been doing this podcast almost... Well, this is already into our sixth year, so we thank God for that. And we've been doing video podcast for close to six months now. So time does fly by, but it's such a pri- privilege to be able to serve God, such a privilege to be able to share God's word in this avenue and, you know, any other avenues that God gives us. So we, uh, we want to encourage you, please do share this podcast with others, whether you watch on YouTube, Facebook, or whether you listen, you know, it might be Apple, Spotify, Audible, it could be straight on the Podbean site. However you consume this podcast, please rate it, review it, share it with others to get the message out to as many people as possible. Also, you always can send us your questions that we can answer in a future episode. You can email us the questions at the8minutedevotion at gmail.com. That's the8minutedevotion at gmail.com. Or you can just leave them in comments on Facebook, on YouTube, uh, however you can reach us, but especially that email. Do send us your questions. So we are looking at the book of Romans, and most of this week we've been looking at this concept of being crucified with Christ because, as we've said over and over in Romans, Paul makes it clear that we are saved through faith. Our actions cannot save us. Our actions uh, cannot in any way save us. We are saved 100% through faith in what Jesus did. It's 100% by grace through faith. That's how we are saved. But then, of course, the question becomes, does that mean my actions don't matter at all? Does that mean I can do whatever I want to do and just say, Jesus, I believe in you, and I live a sinful life, and I give myself to sin, but Jesus, I believe in you? Is that how we should live? Paul said, absolutely not. God forbid. What a horrible thought, because he says, look, you are dead to sin. When you were born again, when you believed in Jesus, you died to sin, so don't you dare just keep living and celebrating your sin become righteous, become holy. And, you know, one of the key ways, one of the the key avenues by which we become holy, we looked at this week, being crucified with Christ. In other words, we realize my old sinful nature that pulls me to sin, that pulls me to degradation, uh, that nature is still inside of me on this side of heaven, on this side of eternity. That old man is still inside of me, but he has been crucified with Christ. He is dead. I no longer have to give power to that old man because I have a new nature inside of me, and that is the nature of Jesus. And I can live according to the new man, not according to the old man. And the key was being crucified with Christ, as we looked at this week. Today, we're going to look at something in conjunction with that, and that's the concept that we are free from the law. Paul takes some time in Romans chapter 7 now talking about the law and how it correlates with righteous living. And uh, specifically, of course, when Paul talks about the law, he is thinking primarily about the Old Testament uh, Mosaic law. He is thinking about the law of Moses that God gave his people under the Old Covenant. The law of Moses was good. It was righteous. It was from God. It showed God's people how he wanted them to live 
under that time, it showed us, it showed God's people universally throughout the ages, many principles about the kingdom of God. God showed uh, through the law, you know, some of the things that he hates through the law. God gave, uh, God gave guidelines on how he wants us to live, how he hates idolatry, how he hates sexual sin. God gave us many guidelines through the law. So what does the law mean? For believers today, are we still under the commands of the laws? Believers in Jesus, do we need to check the Old Testament law and make sure that we are living under every part of that law? What does the law mean? Because the law was good, the law was given by God, but how does it correlate to New Testament, New Covenant believers? Uh, Romans 7, verse 7 says this What shall we say then? Is the law sin? Certainly not. On the contrary, I would not have known sin except through the law. For I would not have known covetousness unless the law had said, you shall not covet. You see, as Christians, Paul had told us that we are no longer under the law, but rather the law is being fulfilled in our lives. Instead of struggling to obey the law like those in the Old Testament, we now naturally walk in obedience to God because our nature has been changed. It's not that the law is sin. Paul says, look, God's law is not sin. The law that God gave, it certainly couldn't have been sin. God gave it. The law was good, but yet as believers in Christ, we're no longer under its power because the thing that the law was pointing towards, worship of God, a relationship with God, knowing God, we no longer have to do that by following a law. We do it naturally through the nature of Christ that is inside of us. So we are free from the law. That doesn't mean the law is sin. The law was important. If God had never given the law, if not for the old covenant dispensation, we wouldn't have known what is righteous and unrighteous in the eyes of God. We wouldn't have known covetousness. If the law, the, that's the example Paul gave, if the law hadn't made it clear, don't covet. We needed the law to show us where we fell short in our sinful human nature. The law's job was to reveal sin and show people how far short they are falling from God's commandment. That was the job of the law. It was to show us you cannot please God on your own. If, it, if the law had never been given, we could have thought, hmm, maybe I'll just be a good enough person and God will be pleased with me and I don't really need Jesus. But the law showed all mankind we are desperately short of the standards of God. Nobody could fully obey the law. The law was necessary to show us our shortcomings and to show us our need for Jesus. But you see, now that we believe in Jesus, we no longer under the power of the law. We now are above the, the law. And it's not to say the law is bad. We're going to look next week and see how we fulfill the law. Believers actually can still can are still called to fulfill the law of God, just like Jesus did. But we don't fulfill it by looking up, well, this is what it says I must do. So no, we fulfill it by keeping our eyes on Jesus and then naturally walking the crucified life, naturally walking according to the new man. And when we live in the new man, we will naturally fulfill the law. You see, the law was good, but the law could not make us holy. The law told us what we should do, but it never gave us power to do it. The law told us what we should not do, but it didn't, it didn't give us power to abstain. It gave us the instructions but it didn't give us the power. But when Jesus came, when Jesus came with the new covenant, the power of the new covenant, Jesus gave us the power to obey what God always wanted. Jesus gave us the power to live 
how God always wanted. No longer just on paper, no longer just struggling to reach a certain standard, but naturally fulfilling it, having the power that comes from God to walk in the ways of God. We are free from the law, not to disregard and disobey. We are free from the law because we naturally follow God's ways through the new man he has put inside of us. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week on the 8-Minute Devotion. Thank you for listening to the 8-Minute Devotion. Please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast wherever you listen to or watch it. And email us at the8minutedevotion at gmail.com with any questions or comments. May God bless you.